You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Isn't time awful, Chloe? Time is so awful, Ryan. Christmas came really fast. It did. It's not here yet, but it's close. Hello, Riverdale gang. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Riverdale Gang, the critical commentary watch-along podcast about Riverdale, the show, recorded here on unceded Tsleil-Waututh, Musqueam, and Squamish territory. I'm Chloe. And I'm Ryan, and here we are with the last episode before the New Year's yeah, break. Yeah, yeah. Into the abyss. Yes. So the, um, I, the title of this particular episode, I can't Ooh. think of any reference, tangerine. to be honest, because Tangerine was a, was a movie about... Um, Tangerine. Uh, was about was that what that movie shot on an iPhone about um, trans women of color who oh, were sex yes, workers yes, yes, yes. in LA. There was that. There is no reference to that in this episode that I can determine. Well, there was that series of like interesting webisode pan dynamic multi multi um, couples of all gender. Assemblies and arrangements. Uh, I guess so. But no, but there's Tangerine. No, but there was also a series. There was other series with other citrus names with other subcouples, with other couples and other relationship focuses. Um, I remember downloading most of them and then not actually watching much. I see. Which should not be taken as a. um, That's only because I overdo it and buy (laughs) too much media. Yeah. But yeah, um, I thought it was just a nice word. Yeah. It, it sounded wonderful in the way Evelyn used it. Yeah. I was delighted, Although, actually, with how she was used as a character in this episode. Yeah, I was too. Sorry, I'm distracted mm-hmm. by the fact that... Um, I feel like I say that so many times in episodes. You're distracted by the fact? I'm distracted by the fact. It's like there's a lot going on in Riverdale. I know, it's funny. <laughs> For such a potentially shallow show, it's actually got a lot happening. It's rich. Um, it is rich. Perhaps it is not deep, but it is certainly rich. <laughs> that. Um, uh, oh, in um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, mm-hmm. um, Clementine's nickname is Tangerine. Oh, yeah. And I wonder if there's any reference to, like, forgetting and being triggered by a memory. It mm. feels like a stretch. We're anyway. digging deep, but uh, I like the episode even without any contextual genre framework. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I So, mm-hmm. cutting right to the spoilers, if yeah. you're joining us for the first time, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. Yeah, especially today. I think today. they're really killing Jughead. Like, they're getting right in the bug head and messing with it, and, like, I don't like it, but that means I like it. I'm I'm riding the train. Um, having recently rewatched uh, a lot of How to Get Away with Murder, I will believe nothing until... Until the episode where it happens. Yeah. Um, I am so solidly convinced and so enjoying the direct references, right down to, like, a color gradient, uh, warm to cool, sharp contrast as we jump into the flash forwards. That's a very how-to-get-away-with-murder aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so on the nose. And the, um, the number of little twists they've given us, um, interestingly, I don't feel like they've given us a lot of big misdirects. Mm. It's been a slow reveal. So I'm I'm not necessarily leaning into in how to get away with murder. I trust absolutely nothing because it's all about the twists and redirects. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're getting quite so nuanced, but I, I'm also I'm waiting to see it all unfold with context. Um because I think they are they're doing the very clever flash forward technique of tension development that has been um recently well executed. 
much yeah. on the land and how to get away with murder. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to watch that rewatch this because I did watch this um, late last night and I took mm. it in, but like a good slightly less fuzzy rewatch is, is gonna be good. Totally. I fell asleep thinking about this one as well. Um, so good good but I had something to think on. I enjoyed thinking about this episode. I was pleasantly surprised by some of the um rapid and efficient plot resolutions, some of them, not all. Yeah. But um this episode tied a, a, up a few things more neatly than I expected, especially with Cheryl. Yes. I think that's going to be my big emotional moment. The entire episode is one big emotional moment. Yeah. Of Cheryl. Yeah, bless her heart. Um, um one thing I was about to say. Yeah. It is potentially gone. It's gone. What's gone? Exactly. Your idea? Yeah, the thing I was going to mention about... Cheryl? Jason? Cheryl, Jason, Tony? Jughead, maybe. Penelope? Penelope. Who knows? Nana? Let's watch the Is episode. it Nana Blossom? I love Nana Blossom. Let's watch the episode. Yeah, right? gang. Cue Let's up leap on the Netflix and or recording. Yes. And Badoom in three, two, one. Badoom-ba. <laughs> Previously on Riverdale, they have a awkward family Thanksgiving. Yes, I forgot to mention this, but this is actually really cool. Donald yeah. Dickinson has appeared before oh. in Riverdale. Um, I was uh, chatting with my uh, a dear high school friend Channing, uh, and she pointed out to me, "Hey, isn't that the Shady Man's girlfriend?" It is, isn't okay. it? And I googled it, and she's right. Um, you're so right, familiar. Channing. Um, and she pointed it out a couple of episodes ago to me, and I just got around to verifying that, um, that she's so right. Yeah. But remember so when they were... I wonder if that's on purpose, or if that's, like, Nikolai, who got cast in both shows in completely different roles. Oh, that's absolutely on purpose. She is credited as the same person. Oh. Both times through. Cool, cool, cool. Um, she has a little Riverdale wiki entry of her three appearances. Um, and remember... That we dug into the Shady Man story so much in mm. in Betty and Charles' dynamic, we oh, we so set that's those all seeds. coming back. I bet that's the corpse that they make to look like Jughead. Oh no, he would have decayed too much. Mm. Well, the fa- the fact that I mean, I don't. Oh, 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 the Shady Man. Not I was like Dodger. How would you no. make Dodger look like Cole Sprouse? No, the, <laughs> never mind. I'm grasping at straws. Um, Doctor Cuddy, the secret plastic surgeon. Yeah, who knows? So how are we feeling about the um, the actually everything's fine Jughead and everything's normal? You're just crazy. Well, obviously that actually wasn't his grandfather. Like when he says like, yeah, he would have had to kill me. He's like, that's someone DuPont has hired to be the granddad. That's what I think. Ooh, that's, what I that's think. interesting. Also, that's this, this interesting. Plot, I just don't understand what is going on. With They're fighting over the rum recipe. I know, but this is just, I just, I don't know why I'm so irritated by Hiram's character. I'm sorry. I wish I could be a little more articulate about <sighs> it. But I think it's, honestly, I think, I think it's just the same evil over and over again. Mm-hmm. I want him to be new evil. May I take a crack at criticizing Hiram? Yeah, please. He's being pettier than Cheryl Blossom season one. <laughs> he is being an absolute queen bee princess. <clears throat> You're a mob boss mayor. And he's like 
vaguely harassing his daughter over petulant vendettas, and not even, like, not in any clever mastermind way. He's being a child. Yeah. Is how Hiram feels to me. And, like, I've seen Veronica outdo him. Hmm. Again and again and again and again and again. Um, making him more pathetic draws Veronica down into the mud for me. Yeah. Um, which may be an interesting place for her to be mid-season. Yeah. Like, she's... That's She's true. losing power and spinning power against her father. Yeah. And not involved in all these other very important plots because of it. Hiram That's is true. a distraction. I want, he knows yeah, it or not. I wonder what's going to happen with that. Um, so this is like the only moment where they make reference to, sorry, our grandfather. This is like the only brotherly moment they've had so far. <laughs> um, I did think it was interesting that FP and Char- or Charles, yikes, um, Archie mm-hmm. have this like father-son dynamic going on that clearly like, like mm-hmm. FP misses Jughead and like Archie really misses his dad. Yeah. And, um... Uh, anyway, and then that moment where They were cheating Arch- on their father and son together. Well, I... As I, a father-son like, vigilante duo. Yeah, I feel like when Archie walks into the hospital room at the end scenes, Jughead sitting there, like, he remembers. Like, that was a moment where I was like, oh, I feel bad for Archie's character. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, like, well, given the history and characters, FP and Fred, mm-hmm. who they were with each other the last few seasons, like... It, it there were lots of the good feels. Um, this episode used um, Fred's absence and Fred's passing in very strategic, respectful, smart ways. I thought um, yeah. this is the first episode where, to me, it felt like we're not reacting to Fred's loss, but we are living in this world in a realistic way. Yeah. So Polly, <clears throat> I was worried for poor Polly here that she was getting Halloween vengeance at first. Yeah. Um, Polly. Does not catch a break. Polly has not had yeah, one poor break. Polly. Poor Polly. Yeah. Put the kettle on. Um, sh- it's interesting that they don't show this. Like they showed quite a bit of Jason Blossom's murder. Like mm-hmm. they didn't show the moment. Or yeah. maybe they did. But it's I find no, it they, interesting that they they showed his faces. Yes. The shot reaction. And, and they showed like the arm out with the gun. Yeah. But I find it interesting that they didn't show us this. I wonder if that's feedback they got or if that's like a plot point concealment thing um strategically i i thought it just gives us more room for for added horror um especially because we're in a place of ambiguity and a lot of unknowns um leaving polly's exact actions in direct contrast to this pinafore strapped to a bed Mm. I, i thought was a powerful choice um it's clearly it's convincing enough for betty and yeah. so instead of focusing on visual shock horror, um, we're staying focused on these really tense family relationships. It's very much dialogue shots here, right? It's it's deep personal looks. Yeah. We're setting this conversation up. And, um... Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of interesting psychological horror going on with Betty in this episode that I thought was really yeah. beautifully filmed and portrayed. Sorry, I missed that the first time that... Mm-hmm. Where did the metal detector come from? Oh, it was from <laughs> Southside High. <laughs> Remember that's, that whole plot? That's very self-aware and clever, Riverdale. I like it. <laughs> I love how they have some real teenagers in this show who, like, one episode look like children and the next episode look like oh, they're almost adults. Like, this actor, like... 
had a serious glow up from Thanksgiving, yep. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, there's an extra, like, five inches on that kid today, and he talks like an actual Archie teenager now. It's adorable. Yeah. No, no, not, um, not KJ Abra. Yeah, 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 oh, the, yeah. the, the, oh, the little yeah. boxing okay, kid who is now a little so, boxing tween. I, I loved this, and I wanted it to last more than a single episode. Oh, I hope it does. Yeah. Uh, I'm, so... I am a little bit conflicted here. I'm there's the whole Lodge Luna history thing. Mm-hmm. Does Abuela think everything's fine? I don't you're, know what Abuela thinks. Veronica Does just she, changed her name back to a for uh, your ex-husband's name that your son abandoned, and apparently you abandoned yeah. as well because the Luna thing was a secret. But your Abuela Lodge, but you change your name too. What's happening? Yeah, I don't know. Also, I realized something. Uh, checking through IMDb, mm. Sean's now been in more episodes than Miss Grundy. Wow. Yeah, by two episodes. Great, it's a better character than Miss Grundy. Yep. Congrats, Sean. <laughs> I love it. No offense to the actor playing Miss Grundy, but that was a terrible decision from everyone creative team down. Meanwhile. Yeah, it was definitely shock value, and that's <laughs> it. Yet another piece of trauma we have never unpacked from Archie's past. <laughs> so much. Gee, I wonder who's going to be on the phone. Mm-hmm. Love how Alice has her hair, P.S. I was actually a little surprised by this because I wasn't, um, end of a long day, I wasn't looking for the, the genre clues, and I didn't, I didn't catch the horror pinging oh, until this knife was coming out. Um, yeah. S- Sleepy Ryan would not survive in a slasher flick. Oh I my would, God. I would die second or, second to fourth, at least. <laughs> Who normally dies first? Um, a minority or a hot woman? No. Well, I'm not Usually. one of those, so <laughs> I'd probably I'd probably be like the nerdy person who's left to tell the story. Velma. It'd be a good Velma. Yeah. I love that all it took was snap. Yeah. <laughs> Just snap your fingers, everything's fine. Nothing apparently emulated a snap sound as Polly was clawing a nurse's face off. No. But just a finger snap. It's a good thing hypnosis is um real straightforward. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um Alice is we we don't sit with Alice being as horrified as she could be yes. about attempting to murder her daughter again. Yeah. Yeah, I really like Abuela Lodge. I want Yeah. I want I want more. Well, she's clearly on Veronica's side. And Veronica needs a grown-up who's not Hermione yeah. jail. Yeah. Wait, is Hermione no? Her- Hermione's out of jail. She's just <sighs> been returned into a submissive wife by this classic manipulator. <sighs> Unless she's playing the long game. I don't know. She's got. I thought she's done a spectacular yeah, job of so this- performing abused sort of reactions and flinches yeah. and like a like a difficult dynamic. Her body language with Hiram this whole season has been yeah. on point performatively. So this is one thing I didn't. So one thing I didn't believe about that plot is like Veronica mm-hmm. and her abuela, if they're as good manipulators as the show wants them to be, mm. Veronica just wouldn't have told him that she had the rum recipe, and he wouldn't have been able to patent it. Right, right. It, yeah, like Veronica she, is like being she, sloppy. Yeah, like she would have produced a case and gotten it patented. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's. That's the Veronica we, we want to be rooting for. Yeah. She's not on her in-game right now, though. She's been making sloppy, sloppy moves. 
Um, like, she's down in the mud with Hiram right now. Yeah. In really petulant ways. They're fighting over college admissions, right? Yeah, I know. <sighs> this is the thing. So, who's... So, okay. <laughs> Clearly... Mm-hmm. One of two things happened at the end of this episode. Sure. Okay, what are your theories? My two theories are she is supposed to kill Jughead, which means that Charles and um, Evelyn and, like, Brett are all in cahoots. Okay. Or she is, like, not meant to kill Jughead, um, and it happens by accident. Mm. But that seems, like, too convenient Mm. for the... Everything we've set up. Yeah. Um, just a quick aside. I This Jughead finding his grandfather scene actually came so to left field for me. I was mm-hmm. not supr- expecting any of it. Or whoever this man is. Whether or not he's Forsyth oh, One. I don't think he is Forsyth One. Um, Which makes me also believe that, like, Brett and or DuPont mm-hmm. and... Uh, Charles are maybe in cahoots. I want to hear your second theory, Chloe, but I loved this scene a lot. Yeah, no, I It was shocking and hilarious. I am so satisfied by every aspect of this scene. Cheryl's fake suicide with with this creepy-ass tableau. Like, this spectacular absurd tableau. And this hilarious trolling of Penelope... The shot with the gas mask is golden. Yeah. This was the resolution I didn't know I, like, yeah. beyond also, what I could have so wanted. Yeah, it was so clearly her. It, so satisfying. <laughs> Mumsy. Sitting there in a gas mask. So epic. Um, what's, like, beautifully pinned to her hair. What's, what's your second theory, Chloe? My second theory is just sloppy writing, <laughs> to be honest. Oh. That nothing's connected. Well, that could all be... But we'll see. We'll we will. I, see, so here, I had to talk to one of your old classmates. When, when does he... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Francis okay. Dupont. Oh, I remember Francis, all right. So I, let me just see I miss. So I missed the plot hook where yeah. Jughead was able to find his Published grandfather. his name. Mm-hmm. And then what... You got it all figured out, boy. Uh, so this, like, this response mm-hmm. is, like, too convenient for Dupont. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. It, they slip easily into this ancient uh, conversation that <laughs> sure Bill, shapes Bill his life in alcoholism. Cute, cute. Okay, sorry. I, I just thought... Th- I, I, I caught that as well, but then I realized maybe Darla's a, a Dickens fan. Those well, are her I three children. Dickinson. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. With all the orphan beating up. I mean... Obviously, Dodger reference. Yes. But Artful Dodger, Bill Fagan. Maybe Darla Dickinson is just real cheesy. Maybe. To name her three sons Dodger, Fagan, and Bill. Like, that's actually mean. Yeah, no wonder they're all messed up. But it turns out she's very well read. Yeah, though she clearly knew she was birthing a gang. Also, like, throwing down, spitting on someone's shoes. Mm-hmm. My goodness, so sad, serpents. FP wanted this so much. I know. He wanted to beat the crap out of some punks. He did. So much. 
He's such a bad sheriff. Well, the hilarious thing is that cops, like, <laughs> sorry to be so political, but, like, also not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Cops do that all the time. Go plain clothes and beat the crap out of people? Leave their uniforms on and beat the crap out of people. Yes and yes. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I loved this council of Jason and Nana and the babies. And also, oh, is the, are the babies back there? Yeah, there's a crib in the back. Oh my god. The only other moving things in this house, Nana and the babies. Yes. I just loved how on board everyone is with this hot mess. They have coolest what? behind Cheryl. Is Tony on board or is she just being like, when does this end? But she got her end. She, she wigged did. it also, out. Also, it seems like she's homeless and has nowhere to go. Uh, yes. But also, Tony's a gang leader. Yeah. Tony is a hereditary gang leader. And I guess she is made of firmer stuff. Yeah. Because she stuck out this corpse for a lot of months. She did. And, like, really kindly and respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> to an almost... To an almost absurd degree. Almost. I love the way Skeet Ulrich is looking at that pie like, this is the best, most satisfying mm. goddamn pie I have ever earned. He feels... I feel good about myself. Yeah. He, he's a man reliving his glory in great plume. With mm -hmm. I got very serious black vibes from this, actually. What do you mean? Serious black? Oh! Um, yeah. Your dead best friend's dashing brave young son who you go on an adventure with and relive it's your youth true. a it's little true. bit. I feel like that was the like if like if they'd Americanized Harry Potter Skeet Ulrich probably would have been oh that, that would have been great so how did it you're getting ahead of the story see what does he say yeah. blah 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 burning out of Stonewall maybe I just imagined it let's see what this line one Baxter Brothers story. Your line that is a, a clue into his fakeness. Maybe I. Hmm. The franchise is worth. So what are we watching for? I'm watching for the proof. Whether or not he says the line I remember him saying. <laughs> okay. Um, Which is. He'd have to kill me. Right. 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 Oh, yeah, 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 he definitely says that. He says, oh, if he killed all those other people, why wouldn't he have killed me? Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, okay, that's coming out. Well caught, Chloe. I mean, it pinged that this man didn't feel like Chuckhead's grandfather in any substantial or weighty way. Um, all right, here we go. But it did not occur to me that this man is a total fake-out. And how easy would it be for this man to be totally fake? He would have killed me too, wouldn't he? Wouldn't like, he? And he doesn't really look at him when he says it. Yep. That's <clears throat> well caught, Chloe. Yeah, I mean, I could it's, be wrong. But it's entirely possible that Forsyth 1 went out for uh, a pack of smokes and meant to return fully. Yeah. That... Maybe he'll show up. I mean, there's something about... There's something about the, the build-up here. Jughead and FP, lots of family dynamics and weight... Um, that man is not played and performed like an introduced family member. It's true. It's, something doesn't feel, something feels off. Yeah. I really liked Evelyn's swan song performance yeah, here. this was a good little moment for this actor. I loved this little scene. Mm -hmm. I am curious, as you were saying, how is any of this going to tie into the overplot 
Um, but I was really quite on board with, um, with the conflict Betty's dealing with. Um, as absurd as it is, as a, as a genre horror, um, thriller dynamic, um, Betty coming up with all of these metaphors for her mental health and everyone digging in with her, mm-hmm. it's, um, unsettling, but, uh, like, how else I could see her easily going along with this as her mom and her dad and Charles and Evelyn and Polly and all these forces in her life are so insistent about these, these extremities, the dark Betty thing. They've all, um, I want to say they fetishized it, not in a sexualized way, but in a, in a trope way. Dark Betty is whatever they need to use against yeah. her. Although, yeah, exactly. Um, mm. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think but Betty is vulnerable because she thinks she's crazy. Yeah. Or she seems pretty normal. Meanwhile... So that's the left side. That's his left lung. Mm-hmm. He seems fine. For someone shot in the chest. Yeah. With a, with a chest cavity puncture. Um, second father figures Archie has had shot in front of him at Pops. Yeah. We're just rolling with that trauma now. That's yeah. not even flashback for oh, Archie thanks. at this point. Where you been? Hi, Fangs. Get your feature money, Fangs. Wait, so is he out of the cult? Oh, the cult's over. So he's just yeah, back the cult's to being over. a servant. Yeah, well, he's back with his gang. He left the cult and he's back to his gang, and apparently we've forgiven him and not dealt with the weird Kevin dynamics. But, you know what? They needed a messenger speech, and that actor's nice. Yes. That was 100% an exposition messenger speech. I'm glad they chose Fangs. I guess, I mean, Sweet Pea would have worked as well. Do we still have a yeah. Sweet Pea? Where's I, a sweet pea? Where is sweet pea? Sweet, sweet, sweet pea. pea. Also, he, like Tony's entire gang. <laughs> sweet pea and peaches and cream. So I think this is the moment. I think this is where he triggers Betty to eventually kill Jughead. Mm. Which means he's in cahoots with Evelyn. Oh. Maybe Shawshank is a co-ed prison. And both, uh, what's his name? Chick. Chick and uh, Evelyn are there together. You know. <laughs> the prison run by Hiram, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Oh, See, Hiram's put them all together. Good point. He did try Maybe, as evil, legal, yeah. evil, and he failed. Yeah. But these are all better evil, legal, young evil. Yeah. Evelyn and Charles and Chick. Yeah. Um, Your wicked machinations. Machinations. I'm actually so amused by the outcome of this as well. Like, I was so deeply satisfied by everything Cheryl this episode. I love that we go straight from... Hey, some trauma counseling. Hey, yeah. maybe you're still grieving and someone's messing with you. To boom, dark plot to do it, take it all down perfectly. Cheryl is the only capable mob boss in this entire show. She goblin, very rude. Don't you insult my Tony. So rude. <sighs> How can I live knowing that you are happy with my dead son? Penelope is so messed up. And so brutally, horribly, internally misogynistic here, only Jason has value. Even his corpse is more valued in her... whatever's going on in her brain. What a, mm. what a tragic reperpetuation of her own trauma, where she was yeah. a red-headed orphan, uh, 
slave bride to the valued heir. Yeah. I'm distracted by Penelope's outfit. Going to own that. Legitimate. Um, it's very good. I don't understand why this... TT, prepare the chloroform. Also, I love this chloroform champagne there. That's really fun. Oh my Sorry. god, go go away, Hiram. Well, I just don't like you. I, I cut you off, friend. Oh, it's okay. I cut you off all the time. Ah, team effort. Team effort. Veronica, just, Hiram's looking like such a smug jerk. He's looking yeah. like such a smug high school jerk. Taunting his teenage daughter? I know, this is weird. It's Where's really, Hermione? Where's it's, Abuela? It's deeply pathetic. Is what it feels like. Mm. <sighs> um, I'm on board with this lady being cool. Um, because, yeah, if you went to interview a teenager and instead were invited to the bar that they founded, run, and perform at a professional tier level on a weekly basis. Yeah, I don't know what I would do. <clears throat> I, I mean, that's, that's a, like, scholarship to the business faculty right there is what this should be. Yes, Heck, give her a performing um, art scholarship. Yeah. She's, like... Mm. There is absolutely nothing skeezy about this that has not already been completely hand-waved as Riverdale norm. Yes. Um, also, I thought that was Alice for a moment, the blonde extra at the table that we panned just a little oh, really? too focused That's on. Funny. That was That was a rare moment of, I think you focused on that extra a little too well. I was surprised by the way this scene ended. Beautiful yeah. purple lights here. Just yeah. loved it. Um, yeah. I was surprised by the way this scene ended. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. It's not. It's not the sort of outcome and emotional resolution I was expecting from this plot. Um, it didn't land super powerfully for me either. I will say. I think it was the right resolution for this character. Yeah. 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 The it... I love the power stance of people in movies. That like weird hip hop thing that all women seem to do. What is this <laughs> song from? I can't. Good. Uh, yes, it's. It sounds familiar. I also can't place it, Chloe. Let's Google it after. Okay. Barrel full of monkeys. I enjoyed this cover mostly because Kevin sang harmonies in a verse. Veronica gave a solid performance, but Kevin sang a verse. Yeah, it was good to see Kevin. I would, for a split second, when he points into the crowd, I was expecting him to be pointing at Fangs, and I was going to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they're I not that, that nice to us. No. But they gave Kevin Kevin Harmony line, and I'll take it. I'm this parallel of beating a man near to death in front of his mother. I thought that it was, was in front of his kids. Or well, kids. in front of Archie's kids, but in front uh, of. Dodger's yeah. mother is a little bit parallel as well. Um, that was that was Archie and his mom two, three episodes ago. Yeah. By the way, I, they don't focus on uh, Casey Cott long enough to n note whether or not he is actually playing the piano, but if he's not playing the piano, <laughs> he's faking it pretty well. Yeah. I, I, he, has, he has musical. I've seen him do like professional performances of show tune coverage. Covers on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, no, I'm sure he's he's evidently very, very talented. Just not yeah. everyone plays piano. That's know? true. <laughs> I'm just surprised they've waited this long to music him up. I was also surprised that that skirt was short. The way she was walking, I thought she was going. To, it was going to be a long skirt. She uses it very well. Uh, like that, the choreo over on the table is actually quite sharp. I thought. 
uh, this juxtaposition worked mm. for me. Um, especially because I feel like we're tying two less important wrap-ups. Yeah. Um, like, hey, Veronica's apparently Ooh, getting good, into Columbia, good right? Boots. Such a good pose, such a good boots. Good boots. Veronica's totally getting into Columbia after this, right? Because that would undercut yeah. everything about her and Hiram's See? conflict. The same way yeah. Archie, we have moved on into a different focus of the emotional, the relational dynamic. It's not about punching strangers in the, in the night. Yeah. I'm so... There's just a lot I find confusing about Veronica's character. They never change her hair, for example. Mm. Um, and they just, like, don't... I don't know. I feel like every other character other than Cheryl... Even Cheryl gets cut a break sometimes, and Veronica mm. almost never does. Yeah. And I'm kind of curious to know why that is. Well, not not from the writing side, but um, looking at Veronica's relationship with her family... Mm-hmm. Um, let's juxtapose with Cheryl for a second. Mm-hmm. Cheryl knows how to cut and run. Veronica yeah. does not. She does not. It is true. Um, and her and Hiram, you point. You were very right. Both of them could have played a longer game at any given point with any one of those twists, but they just couldn't help but rush to the other to play their one card. Yeah. Like, they're in a petty gross rivalry, I think, that is bringing out the worst in both of them. That's what I'm getting. I feel like that's intentional. Yeah. To undercut them both. It weakens them both. Yeah. <sighs> I really liked the, the, the shots here, the camera technique, mm-hmm. the um, very, very um, psychological visualizations. Um, I didn't adore this these scenes, these flashbacks, but Lily Reinhardt sold it for me oh, yeah. that she was feeling the weight of this. More than I, the audience, was. This was a scene being shown for Betty Cooper. Yeah. And we get to see Betty Cooper feel it out with with the most weight. Yeah. Hmm. I leave you alone for a day and you get shot. It's funny. Hmm. Um. This father-son dynamics. Yeah. Oh. And Archie. I love how Archie wanders into a hospital and no nurse goes like, are you okay? Are you here to be admitted? Like. He's beat to heck. He's covered in blood. Yeah. Yep. It's interesting. I'm currently writing. I, oh, I just feel so sorry for Archie's character just then. Like, yeah. Oof. I got to check um, on my, my, my pseudo father figure who's been shot. There's his real son, my best friend. I feel all the yeah. guilt. I feel all the guilt. Poor Archie is a ball of guilt. Yeah, poor Archie is a ball of guilt. Yeah. Um, Guilt and grief. Yeah, so the reason that that, like, dad-grandpa isn't there is because, Mm. like, it wasn't real. That's my theory. That's, I mean, that's a better theory than he up and abandoned his life because his grandson found him within 12 hours. Yeah. Like. Just seems a bit odd. I mean, what resources does this man have to cut and run? Clearly it's, he's done it before, but it's. Yeah, Yeah. it seems extreme. You're right. And I thought it was extreme, and I thought it was neat and a little bit too narratively neat in an intentional way, and you found the holes in it, Chloe. Yes. The holes that plot might trickle through. Yes. I hope the the plot trickles through. I can't wait for one of the other 20 hooligan teens who use this bunker for prison stumble into Penelope. It's gonna happen. 
I bet you anything well, is going to happen. Like, she's going to look look under the bed and find Tallboy's corpse <laughs> or something. and just... Yeah, that's going to be it. I don't really understand why Cheryl decides to put her here and why Penelope thinks she can't get out. Mm. And why Cheryl thinks she can't get out. Her mom's, like, really intelligent. She could figure out how to get out. I mean, <clears throat> presumably you can seal a bunker, right? That's the, the jam of it? I guess so. I guess that's true. Like they so could. Just, it's, it's a one hatch, so as long as they yeah. safely secure that one hatch... I guess the bunker the is connected to the sewage system and to running water. Presumably, maybe? Or, or the reverse? I didn't know you could I don't know. do that with bunkers. Dilton Doily was a survivalist. I'm, I'm guessing any sewage system is just like a, a, a stump drainage into the forest, and any water is weird rain collection and urine recycling or something. Truly. Penelope deserves some urine recycling. Yes. That is perhaps <laughs> very true. And not in the efficient, like, still suit way from doom. <laughs> Killing my shadow self. God, Betty, don't we all wish mental health was this easy? Yeah. Charles is getting in your head. Maybe you're... this is the trigger. I mean, the fact that you're trusting Charles with all the hypnotic states, you've gone hard into the trust with Charles real quick here. Um... That's, yeah. like, a lot. Um, what is she missing that she wants? Her dad? What do you mean? Like, why Charles? You know what I mean? Like, oh. why does she trust him? Maybe, I mean... Maybe it's that, like, family-like um, mm -hmm. solidarity thing that Alice has, too. And Charles has been consistently helpful. Like, only off-screen, only in... in audience privilege space have we seen charles being sneaky he's been too helpful too good and too perfect yes from everything betty has seen um but she's in a crisis place or i suspect she would notice that everything is too perfect if we weren't focusing on this hypno child trauma yeah all this stuff oof that's very sweet, telling her childhood self, go ahead, yep. you can just go play. Like, that's very touching, but I'll admit. Also, now you need to you need to help Caramel now. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I, know, I know Caramel isn't your shadow self, but, like, I don't know. If it was me, I feel like I'd be stuck in that hypnosis with permanent anxiety until I dealt with Caramel's medical needs in my hallucination. Yeah. <laughs> I'd kill my shadow self and spawn an anxiety clone mm -hmm. in its place. Maybe Caramel's going to become her familiar. Maybe Caramel's going to turn up in Sabrina. Hmm. I don't know. I hope the best for Caramel. I think Caramel's very dead. I, if only by lifespan. Yeah. I feel like I would hope that if I was in Mrs. Rutherford's position, I would also... Mm -hmm. This is exactly the kind of scene I wanted where someone asks a Riverdale teen, so what's your story? And they're like, well... <laughs> um... Let's yeah, start he was from, never real. Let's start from the beginning. Um, yeah, I'm kind of sold. And I like that Jughead can be taken. I, I believe that Jughead is taken by all of this as yeah. well in this framing. What a sweet resolution to Cheryl. Oh, she's not wearing her spire brooch. She's wearing a bleeding heart. Oh, I didn't notice that. It's symbolic. I love spider brooches. Also, spider brooches are great. I would like more stuff from Tony in the new year. Yes. Riverdale. I, I, I am... 
thrilled to see a healthy, happy, functioning Tony couple living their best lives, giving a little more focus into Tony's needs and wants now that Cheryl is doing well, doing better, arguably, but is well. Yeah. She did have a Viking funeral and, like, no one asked questions about the burning body in the lake, but that's just how we roll in Riverdale. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And, like, no one asks any questions about the fact that she's just got JJ lying around. Yeah. We just roll with this. It was very nice of them. Yep. In Riverdale, you know what? We missed the worst part. Is yeah. probably what everyone's aware of. We missed the weird part. We're good now. Uh, Molly Ringwald. Yeah. I often feel like they are um, very cautious with her scenes. Um, yeah. Like, That's like a they. Good scene. I liked it. I, yes. Um, sorry, by, by cautious, um, I mean they, they use her sparingly in familiar sets. I suspect mm. they don't have a huge, robust amount of Molly Ringwald's shooting time. I yes. get that vibe. Yeah. That she's still shot like a guest star, even though she's serving uh, lead, lead capacity. Um, and the introduction of this secret uncle... Um, yeah, they evidently need, like, I, maybe Molly Ringwald's booked on something else or she doesn't do this much anymore. Mm-hmm. Some, something. I don't know. I don't really know a lot about Molly Ringwald's career outside of... Mm-hmm. I know she writes. I suspect she is above scale for being a regular oh, in me. this. Um, but yeah. I do find it interesting that they choose to get FP to be like... Mm. kind of excited that his dad's gonna come and yeah. then he doesn't come like that stuff from childhood i think lasts very long it's a perceptive thing to put in the show absolutely um that little willingness to hope and yeah. like i guess i also took it as a faith in what miracles jughead has done yeah like fp would never ask for his dad back but well if anyone can settle things with the old man it yeah. might be this kid yes because he's done everything else yeah like fp unabashedly respecting and supporting his son <laughs> that brings me happiness sorry i didn't notice that he put a crown on his little <laughs> foresight pj3 and then this note pj3 what does it say northwoods asap Great move, Juggy. Don't tell anyone where you're going. You're going to end up in a coffin again, Jughead. This is how you die. Someone says, run into the woods. You say, okay. This is totally... What is this borrowed from? Did they... Sabrina? Why is he wearing a Harry Potter cloak? It looks super Sabrina to me. I, is... I think that's just what privileged boarding schools look like. Are they? Wow. Yeah. Or they're all Gryffindors. Y- yeah. Which... Tracks. No, they're all Slytherins, aren't they? Yeah, but they're all in red. That's what that's I mean. True. They are in Gryffindor colors <laughs> for the most part. I don't, they're all weirdly, weirdly hypnotized and immune to shock like teacher suicides. These There's something not right with these kids. Yeah. Something real not right here. And we've right. been building that and building that all half season. Yeah. Like, without ever pointing to it. We just see Jughead notice how weird it all is once in a while. And keep going. That must have been a fine prop to destroy. <laughs> I wonder if it was a real skull. 
What? How hard are those to come by, I wonder? I mean, it would be unethical to shatter a skull for a TV show. Well, I mean, like, if someone just... People have weird stuff in their homes, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, oh, yes, I believe you. But I think it would be unethical to, to <laughs> yeah, shatter I mean, a random yes. skull for a TV shot. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree, except in the most specialized circumstances. So I... This is so familiar. Wherever this is, mm. is so, so familiar. And this I've, location? Yes. Mm. I don't think I've... Maybe I've been here? But I don't think so. But boy, does it look familiar. It's definitely one of our rivers. Yeah. One of our local natures. I really liked this scene. Did you? I, I did, actually. This yeah. felt nicely cathartic to me. How did you feel about it, Chloe? particular i find that when i see like bc really well shot i find uh, i'm very distracted by by my uh by my not by my home very fair um i'm a real sucker for well done fictionalizations of grief mm. um especially in a serial show like this um cheryl acknowledging her suicide attempt yes. cheryl choosing this funeral Everything she's come up with with this, who she's chosen to be here for this, just everything about this is so intentionally Cheryl mm -hmm. putting her emotions through exactly what they need to be. Yeah. And, like, Cheryl grieves with a fire. That tracks. And her and Tony, I wish you had met him for real. That's yeah. the most honest line from Cheryl all season. Yeah, I'm a sucker for well-done grief. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Totally. And then this little weird twist. I hate this. More secret siblings? <laughs> I hate this, to be honest. No, I agree. I agree. It didn't... Like, where's he been? Mm -hmm. I hate this. Mm -hmm. It promises me nothing. Maybe he's also a fake. Maybe he's working with Charles. There's so many ways you could have added a refreshed father figure into his life without a surprise... Uncle, yeah. I hate this. <laughs> I hate this too. <laughs> Let's see what you do. Uh, I haven't loved a lot of Archie's plot all season. Like, aside from the very well coping they've done around Fred's death, everything Archie's been doing, it's not been for me. Can we just wise. talk about how Betty is wearing, like, a push-up bra to bed? Yes. Yeah, that's relevant. And... Inaccurate. I take it that's not something I you do. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't wear anything to bed personally, but anyway, I'm sure other people. Oh, was she reading? I think she was reading Lean In. That's funny. <laughs> I think. I don't know. The cover of that book looked familiar. I like that Betty just rolls with smashing things and everything's normal now. Yeah. Like. Alice has to be feeling unsettled. Yes. Her, <laughs> yes. her poor daughters are like... Mm -hmm. Her daughters are not doing well. You tried to murder her recently. Four weeks later. Bum, bum, bum. My God. Uh, mm -hmm. He looks dead. He looks really dead. He looks, he looks deader than he looked last time he was dead. That's... that's No, it's a different stone. It's a thing. But uh. this... This good. Get this... right in the bughead and mess it up. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good Betty reactions. Um, 
So we have a promise of some great yeah. narrative meat for Lily Reinhardt. I am really yeah. excited for Jughead to be um, the pawn character. Yeah. Actually, I'm I'm oh, that's I, I'm excited for things to happen to him that are actually about Betty, if that makes sense. Yes, I think it does. Yeah. I'm I'm mostly interested to see if they commit. Yeah. Cuz yeah. I don't like But really is he dead? Is the yeah, question. I want to know if Cole Sprouse wanted out of his contract. Hmm? And they were just like, okay, we'll, well, we'll take a season to do it, but we'll figure this one out. Mm-hmm. I oh, still think okay. we're moving towards zombie Jughead narrator. But he hasn't narrated <laughs> for the last few episodes. Oh, you noticed that? Oh, you're right. That's the thing. I you're think right. He's you're really right. Dead. You're right. Well, we we. I don't came... know which I like more: him being dead or him not being dead. It's hard for me. We came to a neat little conclusion in some of his narrative prose mm-hmm. earlier on this season, right? I seem to remember him yeah. telling someone that's the bits of the story in world or something to that effect. It's yeah. 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 Clever restructuring. Well, the fact that they've taken him out of the narration means that I I think I think the character's I think the character is dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm here for it. In the new year, whatever you, whatever you do, you. <laughs> I'm here for it, Riverdale. I'm on their stride. Well, they have Boom. to be. They have to be tidying up the series like sooner rather than later. Like Buffy going to university worked. Yeah. But I don't know if it'll work for these characters. No. Because they're not all going to stay there. And they are allowing time to trickle forward comfortably. You, that that is true. They're they're talking about college. They're getting to the end of senior year at some points, maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What's the future of the Riverdale kids? Yeah. And will the CW let them end? That's a interesting question as well. Yeah. Are they allowed to wrap it up? Because oftentimes, no. If you are running a successful show that is majority stakes owned by studio, you you can be renewed and obliged to keep going. This is where a lot of um, showrunners leave shows in second and third and fourth seasons. Uh, oh, because they just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, or they're obliged to keep telling a story because a show is successful, but they do not have the power to end their story, necessarily. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a real challenge in um, particularly the, the North American studio production TV model. Yeah. Um, that I know... I've, I've, I've read bits of um, discussion about why the Netflix model is actually more um, more in line for some creators' style. The mm. either one complete season or max three complete seasons, uh, binge release, um, that there's, that it suits some creators better than, um, than the unyielding serial forever or the cinematic style or BBC's run for 16 years and make almost 30 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I just find it really fascinating that, I mean, like, those showrunners are laughing all the way to the bank from royalties. Yeah. But I, I can't imagine that it is comfortable knowing, like, um, mm. so, secret, secrets, um, <laughs> I've been working on a project recently that at one point I was quite frustrated by, mm-hmm. and it's a very long project, and I was thinking maybe, like, 
what if I just handed it off to another writer? Mm. And, like, that's hard. You know what I mean? It's hard yeah. to, like, relinquish control like that. Yeah. And we're, we're in this show in particular, we have some word-perfect writer-creators. The showrunners are, yeah. are playwrights. Yeah. It's an extra hook. Um, I would be shocked to see much turnover in the actual creative team on Riverdale. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's a question of where they're going to go. Because most CW shows run pretty indefinitely. Arrow kept going. Yeah, uh, I don't know much about Arrow. Smallville kept going. Well, Smallville's over now. Oh, yes, but Smallville was like five five TV shows worth of seasons oh, for God. the actual story it told. And, like, they completed... They completed the story they set out in two seasons, and then they dramatically changed everything, and changed the villain, and then Lex wasn't the villain, and then Lana was the villain, and then Lois appears, and then we have a whole second life with Lois, and it just kept running, and Tom Welling was in his mid-thirties. Mid oh boy, poor Tom Welling. Yeah, so we need Kadriapa to not be in his mid-thirties, but by the time he graduates I is, know. is the hook. Um, so maybe they are driving towards a true conclusion. And... I don't know how the show can go... Like, if Jughead's mm -hmm. actually dead, Jughead mm -hmm. is such an integral... Mm -hmm. Unless Reggie's gonna fill that hole somehow, the Reggie character's gonna fill that hole. But it would be such a hole. It would be... Like, a lot would have to happen for Reggie's character for yeah. him to... Like, mm -hmm. he's not gonna become the lit nerd, mm -hmm. but, like, what can happen with a character like Reggie or a character like Cheryl or a character like mm -hmm. um, Kevin where they can fill the narrative hole that Jughead leaves. Oh, I, yeah, I couldn't imagine any any yeah. of the supporting characters being leveled up um, in that way. I, If only because it would feel so so structurally transparent. Yeah, like, so I, I don't know. Like, yeah. The thing is, is like, if, that's what I mean. Like, if Jughead's actually dead, mm -hmm. I don't know how the show yeah. manages to continue. Yes. Um... So. Maybe four seasons is where they intend to wrap it. Yeah. Riverdale Gang, which I'd honestly be impressed by. Yeah, they've had if, a good if you made it. good four seasons. Mm -hmm. I would I wouldn't be surprised at all by a fifth. Even if Jughead's dead, I suspect there will be a fifth. Yeah. But their ratings are gonna plummet. Like the internet loves <laughs> Cole Sprouse Maybe so much. He's not dead. Maybe he's not dead. Maybe he has a secret twin. Also. He has a twin in real life. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe Dylan Sprouse is coming on the show. Maybe yeah. that's what the secret oh, is. Oh, boy. Well, I think we'll leave you with all that wild speculation, Riverdale gang. Percolate over the holiday winters. Yeah. Have a good, safe holiday. Happy yeah. Christmas if you celebrate. Happy Hanukkah if you celebrate. Happy ha winter solstice if you celebrate that. Happy break if you're totally secular uh, and don't celebrate anything, but deal with some cool sales because everyone else goes wild. Yeah, totally. If all you do over the holiday is have some good Chinese takeaway and binge Netflix, I salute you. Yeah, that's the life. Salute you. So we will be back with you in the new year, Riverdale gang. Um, if something exciting comes up over the holidays, we might get creative. Yeah. But um, tentatively, see you in the new year, gang. Yeah. Ryan's going over to the winterland that is Alberta, so it is. we will be separate. So far north. Far, far, far north. Yeah. Well, happy winter. Stay safe. See you in 2020. Yeah. Don't let your family annoy you at Christmas dinner. Take your meds. Drink your water. I'm your mom now. To the end of 2019, gang. <laughs> to the end of 2019. Bye.